Welcome back to the show that is bound and determined to end Jeff Hardy's crotch. It's Pro Grapplers. <laughs> Introducing first, I am having a stellar match with AJ Styles to prove I am championship material. I am amazing Jason Sigler, and my opponent, he loves you, but does he love love you? He is Steve the Shin Kicker Shinny. Do you think he paints his wiener, and if so, how? <laughs> I mean, yes, A, yes, B, I mean, the same way you paint anything. Like, uh, you've seen, like, when Goldust would be back there painting, meticulously painting on his face for the match. I mean, that's Jeff Hardy. Like, don't bother him when he's getting ready for a match. Right. No, not because he's getting in the zone, because he's got to paint his ween. Well, yeah, but Goldust obviously does black and gold stripes. Like, that's given. We know how his wiener looks. But Jeff Hardy, like... Because he paints eyes on his eyes. Does he paint, like, a smaller wiener on his wiener? I mean, if you're getting into, like, are we ever going to get to see... We, we got to see Mr. Sacco eventually. Are we going to get to see... <laughs> Wait. Like... <laughs> little Jeff. <laughs> when did we see Little Sacco? <laughs> no, Mr. Sacco. Right. Like, uh, I'm, I'm comparing painting a face on a sock to oh. painting a face on your wiener, so... Oh, he paints That's a little the... willow on little willow? Okay, yeah, I uh... can see that. It's the millennial version of uh, Mr. Sacco. I like. Actually, I don't like that. Don't do that. Um, please, God, no. So yeah, let's uh, let's let's kick off with that. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura takes the U.S. title at Extreme Rules from Jeff Hardy uh, in the toughest match that he's ever had in his entire career, according to Shinsuke Nakamura on SmackDown. Um, hits the low blow. Ref doesn't see it. Boom! I got your title. And to add much insult to the injury. Uh, Randy Orton comes out and decides he also hates Jeff Hardy's dick. <laughs> so it's a bad night for Jeff Hardy's dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure it's had enough good nights that I don't feel bad for the overall karma of Jeff Hardy's dick. But um, no, I, I, I really like this match. This is one of my favorite matches of Extreme Rules because it was short. Something happened. And right. I, I still like Dick Puncher Nakamura. Like, I think that's a fun character. Well, I like that. Yeah, I like the character, but I also like that he he's he's gone away from it just long enough to make us forget or make at least SmackDown forget. Like, you know, he had a match with AJ Styles. He I think he did a feint for a crotch, a crotch shot at one point. But then he's like, oh, OK, fine, let's just wrestle a match. And then he did that. And so, yeah, he comes up with Jeff Hardy and it's a te- it's a title defense. And was he too? Oh, going back to my old playbook. Bing! Ref turns around like, why is this guy holding his nuts and rolling around on the mat? I guess I don't, I don't get You're it. You're so I'm weird, Willow. Why you gotta be doing that? <laughs> you guys are so woken. Okay, ring the bell. <laughs> that's so woken. That's 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 <laughs> so woken. That's the spinoff I want to watch. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I I also enjoyed that match because something happened because it happened very quickly and decisively, mm-hmm. and also Randy Orton returned and he's a heel again, or at least hates Jeff Hardy for some reason. Like he came out and laid into him again on SmackDown live and screamed at him the entire time. You know why this is happening. And obviously Jeff Hardy does not. So I, I, I saw a theory that it actually stems back to when, uh, uh, they did the superstar shakeup and Randy Orton was coming out for like a U.S. title, uh, open challenge or whatever. And then Jeff Hardy came out so just because Jeff Hardy interrupted him that one time, Randy Orton just left and was has been stewing on this for like two months. That's a stupid and reason, just, and it shouldn't be the reason. 
I don't, I don't think it is. I think they would hopefully go with something. I don't really care what it is. We have heel Randy Orton back, and that's a good thing because he's a much better heel than he is a face. And uh, Do you think I, he's going to be I, a heel? Because he's obviously going to feud with Nakamura, who is also a heel. And seriously, just because you hate Jeff Hardy's dick does not make you a bad person. But... Jeff Hardy is like super over. Like I, I don't really care about him that much anymore. But like the fans and the, especially the young kids that really, really like look up to him and love him. The yes, young kids like the it's, guy from the nineties. Are you sure about that? It's still a thing. I don't know why. I guess it's because he acts like a child. He is jumps off thing? things or with reckless abandon, like they do. It's a thing, and now you think there's thing. that too. The WWE does tell me that that's a thing, so I just believe them. Um, yeah, I don't think this is a thing. I don't think anyone really cares about Jeff Hardy right now. And I, I mean that in the nicest way possible, Jeff. But <laughs> Jeff, you're listening. I know. Uh, we, we we still love you. Kind of. We are not mad at your dick. Yeah. Everybody else seems to be. <laughs> if you've got a little willow painted on your little willow, I'm kind of mad at your dick, too. Well, that's something you came up with, so you can't put that on him. That that is your no. People project weird things and hate things for them all the time. Like that's I'm, that's not new to me. Uh, you're friends with him. I'm not. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll move on to uh, another thing that happened at Extreme Rules that I was very happy about and uh, was also sad about at the same time. New Day versus Sanity was on the kickoff, and so I imagine fewer people saw that, but uh, they tore it down. For the like five ten minutes they had, and I I really hope they continue this feud into SummerSlam. I would like to see them get more teams embroiled and just do like a War Games match to kind of boil it all over. Who would be the other team though? You need at least three. Usos teams for- and somebody. Usos and who? I don't care. No, no, you, anybody. <laughs> okay, slap someone on there. Ty Dillinger. Ty Dillinger, yeah, right. Reiner's not on that show. He's on Raw. Yeah, well, doesn't, doesn't matter unless they trade him over, which you know could happen. I'm just no, trying. I, I, to... Okay, uh, Usos and r Truth. Yeah, see, that sounds horrible. No, it doesn't, because you get the Usos, and I mean, r Truth is there too. <laughs> <laughs> he does something goofy, and yeah. Uh, um, I like the Usos, but I'm, I'm th- there's got to be a better, better dance partner than. Our truth. I'm sure there is. We'll we'll come to it eventually. But I I I don't know what the new day does right now other than this feud. So I think that's what they have going into SummerSlam. They may also have another kickoff match. That that would suck, but I mean it's gonna be a stacked card, I'm sure, by the time we get there. So I have to do a war game. They may match. just have I to see it being bigger. Yeah. I don't think that's gonna actually going to happen. It's just on my mind because the next NXT the next takeover event after Brooklyn is War Games. They've announced it'll be with Survivor Series. So, it's on my mind. Um, Rusev Styles, for my money, was the match of the night at Extreme Rules. Like, it showed it showed everybody once and for all that Rusev uh, is money. Yeah, yeah. This was... It made me sad, though, because he's done with this, like, feuding at this level, apparently. Like, oh, we're going to get somebody else for Styles. Like, he... It, Nakamura got to punch him in the dick five times. Rusev should at least get another match. And I'm, I, because he did awesome. It was a great match. Yeah, I, I have absolutely no complaints about it. I was glad to finally see Rusev wrestle, uh, at a high level. I mean, wrestle period, but wrestle (laughs) at a high level. He can, he obviously can hang with styles, uh, had him beat a couple of times. Mm -hmm. There was some nice near falls there. And they have I, good, I think 
good dichotomy. Like the big brute versus the phenomenal one. Like it works. That's that's a match that that's a classic for a reason. They should let it be more. Agreed. Um, Styles continues to be the st- the story once they go to SmackDown Live because they open the show with uh, I don't think it was a title match, but it was a match between him and Almas, who uh, had his I'm guessing final match with Sin Cara uh, at Extreme Rules on the kickoff, and it, it was it was a good match. Like they've had good matches uh, from the start, but he him and Styles going uh, I think elevated him many levels just in that one match mm-hmm. oh yeah absolutely I, I thought that i thought that was a great match and i, I i'm glad to see almost uh getting the shine hopefully that continues like we're done having him slum it with sin Cara and also keeping him off the show for weeks at a time like let's let's really bump him up and get him towards the not in the main event scene necessarily but just up there like somewhere in the mid card mixing it up with everybody because he definitely deserves yeah. to i wouldn't mind seeing him and rusev fight for a while then rusev could be a face yeah i i imagine that's probably why they kept him off tv this week is because you know they're kind of resetting that again like okay he had his match he's the bad guy now let's get back to the guy that you know and love yeah well, I, I hope that's a... it and i hope it's not setting up for a love triangle angle with lana and aiden english because they did have the two of them on there and they're like let's do something good for rusev it is rusev day after all and what is with her accent like every third word is still russian i don't get it yes yeah she is is trying to phase it out and doing a very bad job of it yeah that's like it's not just, how you phase it no no it's now gone until she says rusev and it's rusev and there's there's no hey y'all yeah. how's rusev doing basically yeah yeah it's it's silly and ridiculous and just get rid of it we'll be fine with it or bring it back i would also be fine with that i liked her accent i think it's great i don't think you can bring it back now unless she spends like a year in russia and or bulgaria and then just comes back and is like well i was there and i picked up the accent again you know, are you saying from a uh, storyline point of view you can't do it? Because that doesn't matter, Jason. They can just have whatever accent they want from a storyline point of view. I I think it would. I that's one thing I don't think I could forgive. It's like <laughs> Natalia, Natalia forgetting which leg is injured and then them not coming back to address that in any way. Like that's just that's lazy. So no, I don't think they can do that. I do think they can make Becky Lynch. Becky freaking Lynch. I'm going to take her, uh, take a Seth Rollins title. And she is the number one contender. She's not yet, but she will be like, come on. Yeah. They're, they're, they're promo or not promoing. They're prepping her for something. And it's probably that. And love it. Do you think she wins the title at SummerSlam? Uh, I think, I don't think they can leave SummerSlam and have, Carmella still be champion. Yeah, I I think Carmella really kind of she's been great, but I would not say that. Uh, she she's done some great character work. She's been much better than I thought she would be, and I'll give her some credit. But that match at Extreme Rules was extremely bad. Something had to be extreme about that show, right? Oh, ah. uh, yeah. I think I think Becky Lynch would be a great champion because then every match that you would have for the belt would be good. Like, 
you could actually tell some really interesting stories because she has the wrestling to back it up. She could fight against Asuka and have it be an actual physical smash fest. She could fight against Squirrely Hills like Carmella and and be that story. Like She has a lot more range as a wrestler than Carmella does, and I think that would be a good thing to have for your women's champion, personally. A good wrestler Agreed. as champion. Ironic. Unexpected. It might just work. It, it is weird to think like the women's championship has not been like really defended. Like she's, she's avoided everybody since she had it because she can't, you know, go with them at that level. And like, you know, Charlotte's off doing whatever she's doing. And like Naomi has been just gone. Like she's just disappeared. She's in the backstage, just doing nothing. Mm -hmm. And so we've had Becky winning matches against the mid carters, which it's hard to have a mid card when you only have like 10 women, but. I think they still try to pull and it yeah, off. Yeah, they pulled it off. Yeah, and then Asuka's now nerfed to the point where she's a dullard. So, and I know that's not the case. I know that she'll come back with fire, and I'd, I'd like to actually see her kind of shrink away. And then when Becky gets the title, Asuka comes back and decides, okay, now I'm now I'm just gonna beat the hell out of everyone because that whole last two months was ridiculous, and just takes the title and owns it for like three years yeah uh i i want it to be i want becky's reign to mean something and last a while at least till survivor series preferably even longer but then eventually lose it to oscar for that big title reign of dominance that we all want to see happen i certainly do um nxt is something i want to mention as my book to perfection kind of capping that section off because uh, yeah, we're again building towards Brooklyn, so we've got all our number one contender stuff uh, coming together. I I don't know if the taping they just spoiled is happening before Brooklyn. I think it would have to. So, do you want me to spoil it for you? Because you don't watch NXT, so I, I think you wouldn't care. Don't. Yeah, let's let's hear okay. what's happening. I know something's. You sure? Happen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um. So, Champa is challenging Alistair Black for the title. Yep. On a on a non takeover, and he is winning. That's crazy. Yeah. So at full sale, Champa won the title. Uh, that will be airing again. I assume sometime before Brooklyn. So it could be a, def a, a, a um, rematch, but it could also be. I mean, it could be Black, Champa, and Gargano. But I have to imagine Gargano gets involved, and so we get the final of their. Uh, trio of matches with it being for the title which you know is is cool because they are the feud of nxt at this point oh absolutely and then honestly alistair black is an, i think an interesting enough character i don't think he needs to be champion to have people care about him so i think he could move i up. think he's ready to move up after SummerSlam. like they, they do that kind of the Raw after Monday after SummerSlam, just like they do WrestleMania, and they move some people up, and I I think he's ready to move up after that. Like have a final awesome match at in Brooklyn, and then just move on up. Yep, sounds good to me. I don't know where the hell you put him at this point, but I I think moving him up is a is a good move, and he is definitely ready for it. Um, the, and if you haven't seen it, then I can't really describe it, and I'm not gonna bother. Velveteen Dream had a video promo uh, kind of recapping all his wins and his his dominance and everything. 
it is it has got to be seen to be believed like it is a very overproduced but awesome thing that yeah if you haven't seen it go watch it look it up on youtube it's it's very i i, I while i was watching i was saying wtf and then after it ended i was like okay no that was that was perfect that's dream now i get now i understand tf yes and uh Kyrie sane is coming back at shana baszler for yeah, her title i did see this yeah excited about this. uh she and candace LeRae and nikki cross had a triple threat on the last episode of nxt to determine the number one contender and the match it well uh candace LeRae i think hits a, a moonsault off the ropes i guess the lion salt if you want to call it that and uh looks like she has cross beat and then the camera work i think is what did it but it looks like Kyrie sane falls off a building on top of them <laughs> with that elbow the way she does it she just comes flying out of nowhere wow. and lands on both of them and uh yeah picks up the win so she is the number one contender i i think uh i don't know if baszler's ready to move up yet i think that would be uh, an interesting move for her i i don't see what she would do like right now Unless you're already yeah. ready to put, because I, right now you already have the tough MMA lady and. Well, they have two. I mean, they have, uh, uh, Rousey, but also, uh, wow. She hasn't even wrestled in a while, so I can't remember her name. Are you talking about, you're not talking about Sarah Logan. One half right? of absolution. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah her too. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Her. Um, sorry. I can't remember her name. It will come to me. Uh, yeah, so they have those two. And she, she's kind of got a Wonder Woman skirt, but she's got a regular top. Well, it'll come to us. But I mean, there's also one of the other one of the horsewomen is trading at the performance center now. I can't remember what her name is, but one of like one of Rousey's buds. So if they brought Baszler up, she would have to, unless she went to SmackDown, which you know would be the smarter play. She would have to uh, team with Rousey at some point. So she, she, so like. That's overloading the thing. That's like if you had 17 Matt Hardys, it would just be obnoxious. And if you have 17 Ronda Rouseys, it's going to be bad. Like, we've already had to turn one into a Viking. It doesn't make sense. Ronda Rousey's bad at talking, and Shayna Baszler sounds like a 12-year-old. So there's difference. There's a difference there. There's not, and it's the same. (laughs) They wrestle the same. Like, Shayna Baszler is awesome, and she's very interesting, but... All she's trying to do is set up her submission. What does Ronda Rousey do? She sets up a submission. Like, they wrestle the same. They have the same backstory. It's like, you know, people got mad when Ken and Ryu started branching off into Sean and Akuma and all the other Shotos. MMA should not be the Shoto of pro wrestling. <laughs> I'm going to pretend I know what that means. So, in um, Street Fighter, there are like 17 characters who wear the same clothes and have the same moves. And it was right, interesting yeah. when there were two of them and they were different, but then there became 12 and it became stupid. I'm going to mute Steve right now and just say Dan forever. Uh, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> who, who, who's the Dan of these MMA women? Hmm? Hmm? Who are you going to say? Again, I don't know. I don't know any of them well enough, so I don't know who would be the Dan. Probably the last one to come up. <laughs> that would have to be crimson wearing ass Dan. Uh, yeah. Not that they don't all palette swap anyways, so, you know. <laughs> Ryu's supposed to be in white. He doesn't belong in yellow. Get that off of him. 
Uh, yeah, you have some things you wanted me to grapple with. I'm going to do those. Uh, we kind of went over Oscar already, so we'll so skip ac- that. Actually, um, okay, yeah, you, you do that, and I'll grapple with something else. Okay. You do one of mine. Uh, you wanted a 20-minute promo package about the history of punk girl Vikings. Yeah, because, like, that's what's going on with Sarah Logan, right? She's Yeah, also- so Sarah Logan was always a redneck, kind of just came out of the backwoods, hit girl that liked fighting. Which was and great. now they've officially retconned that, and now she's a Viking. Well, no, so she, she's she been a punk girl in between. She started as a farm girl, then she joined the Riot Squad, but was still a farm girl, and then she slowly turned into a Riot Girl, and now she's a Viking, but still a Riot Girl. What is her... I age? mean, yeah, she's in the Riot Squad, so she's got to be that way, but I, it's also just viking like why and they and they go so hard on describing why she's a viking like oh yeah the the uh dread the dreads you know that that symbolizes blah blah blah. i'm just like guys nobody cares about this but you like you're the only ones trying to convince us that she's been a viking all along just uh, she's really into vikings yeah she loves the lore and everything like no no she doesn't watch this match look she's wrestling a good match shut up so uh yeah a 20 minute promo package about the history of punk girl vikings let's let, let's do it like put it uh, sandwich it right there have have them do the picture picture thing have her wrestle a match and then just start showing this little video down in the corner about uh have it um since you can't wrestle have fandango and breeze uh narrate it oh that would be amazing vikings started out in the shopping malls of the 1980s <laughs> They would hang around the Hot Topic and the Auntie Annie's. They really loved those pretzel dogs, those Vikings. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would be amazing. I don't want, because uh, I wanted like actual, an attempted history, but no, I love this drunk history via no. Breezango. <laughs> yeah, this whole thing is so stupid already. You can't go smart with it. You can't go the actual Vikings thing. That this is, this is, yeah, the, the two of them narrating, I think that's how you do that. Yes, 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 absolutely. Oh, that would be great. Okay, I love it. And have and have a, a, a either a dramatization or some kind of appearance by Buddy Murphy, who actually looks like a damn Viking. And if you put but that's my biggest problem with it, he could look like a ride girl. That, I'm surprised they haven't yet, honestly. I, I, she doesn't even look like a Viking is my biggest thing. Like it made sense when she was just a dirty hick that came out of the woods and likes to fight that now she's that's uh, at least put the stupid Viking hat on her. Like just let, just let Vince have his way, put the Viking helmet on her and let's just be done with it. Cause I thought Vince hated you know they're moving towards that. You know, that's where we're going. Uh, we'll, we'll stay with the women. Um, we're not going to uh, grapple with this, but we've moved into the, do we care? And there are a lot of things I'm not sure if I care about and uh, stay on the women. We will talk about Sasha and Bailey who have moved back to their feud. They are now out of therapy. Kurt has realized the error of his ways. And he says, wait, this is raw. This is a wrestling show. We settle things in the ring. You guys go wrestle together. And so we just throw away all that stupid therapy crap that we did for two weeks. And uh, we're back in the ring. They have a match. Sasha saves Bailey. Bailey's confused. So they come back and they're talking about it while Sasha's packing up and getting ready to storm off in a huff. And Sasha tells Bailey, I love you. I've always loved you. Are we doing a lesbian thing here or is it just friendly platonic love? Yeah, it is just friendly platonic love. You can love somebody. Love somebody. No, no, no. Somebody. I don't. I don't just. I don't question whether or not you can. 
I question whether or not that's what they're doing. I I think I really hope the announcer the way they the, the way they left it with the announcers tells me that may be what they're doing because they felt so awkward. They just moved on to, you know, another guy that's tried to or another person that's tried to love somebody, Braun Strowman, <laughs> and how he's tried to love Kevin Owens. I'm just like, wow, that, oh, rough that, transition, yeah, guys. Yeah, um, that was not good. Um, I don't I don't see. So there, there, there's several reasons I don't think they're going to do the lesbian route. One of them is just because they're not going to do it right, and I hope they realize that. They're just going to make it HLA. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm just saying that that they've – yes, correct. Continue. So, like, it's, it's just going to be bad, and these are two – I don't know. They've, they've done a really good job with the bro love of Sammy and Kevin when they do the bro love of Sammy and Kevin. I think these could be this is that's what they should do. So these two sister love it. There's not a I don't what's what's the, what's the female conjugation of bro love? It's not cis love. <laughs> no. Well, like, I mean, they're, they're, girls girls find it much easier to, you know, express love that is not a romantic love together. So Exactly, which is why there's no reason for this to be a romantic one. But if so anyway, they become like they both turn heel together and when Sami Zayn comes back, they form like a, a stable of of the besties, and they they so Sammy and Zayn are the besties. And, Sammy and Zayn, Sammy and Kevin are the besties, and Sasha and uh, Bailey are the besties with breasties, and they go around and they interfere with everyone's matches, and they just become this this unstoppable foursome of friendship. Who they're like the click, but for the modern actually. Age. I'm I'm gonna step in and help you help you book this one. I think they should do it right now. So you get Sami Zayn with like both his arms in slings, <laughs> and Kevin Owens with this giant neck collar on because he's broken his <laughs> neck or whatever from getting thrown off uh, the cage. And so Sasha and Bailey just wrestle matches with the two of them just out there, just like very injured. Like, yeah, you go, best friends forever. Ow, ow. Yeah, ow. and if you turn out they're like the evil masterminds of it all, and they're like putting the the chess pieces in place. And then they're like, why did you do it, Kevin and Sammy? Like, we just want people who are really good friends to do well. Yeah, I do. I I do hope after they get, I, I mean, they're going to be working on it probably for a while. But the, the female and the male uh, stable, not stables, uh, divisions settled. I, I hope we get a stable that has men and women in it. Like, I, I still hope Nikki Cross comes up at some point. I was point just going to say, I know which, sanity, which stable should do that. It should be Sanity. Uh, and right. Titus Worldwide. I mean, Dana Brooke. I mean, is Dana in Brooke there. wrestles every every right. Two well, I'm just saying, like so. she should just start wrestling more. That would be great. Yeah, I agree. I think there should be any stable now needs to have one or two women in it, so because every stable should be trying to get every title. I would like right. to see like three stables try and unify the titles under one name. I think that is an interesting storyline that we have not done for a while. Also, real quick, let's let's discuss that while we're there. So, yeah. is Dana Brooke part of Titus Worldwide as a wrestler? Because okay, so she yes, she's with them when they have their matches, but she's dressed as like sexy statistician. When she wrestles, do they follow her out to cheer her on? Hell no. The- Can you actually call her as a wrestler a member of that stable? I would argue no. Well, here's the thing: Have you? We don't know for a fact that Dana Brooke, wrestler, and Dana Brooke, sexy statistician, are the same woman. 
they could be two different people. And she does wear glasses. You're right. Yeah, that is confusing. It is. I, I, I assumed. <laughs> I just assumed there were two people named Dana Brooke. You're telling me that Dana Brooke, the wrestler, is the same Dana Brooke Whoops. that comes out in a miniskirt and a business suit that is two sizes too small? Like, surely they're not the same woman. I should put woman. this in the notes. I should have put this in the notes. I was not prepared for this. Um, yes, they they are the same person. I uh, it's a. A shocking moment, I know. Uh, we're going to move on while you sit here stunned yeah. in stunned silence. This would be a fun one, though. We should each build our own stables and, and uh, work book this whole thing out, how this is all going to work. That'll be our, our homework for next episode. We could do like a draft, uh, sure. yeah. a stables draft. That'd be fun. I, I, I think We've sometime got three in three weeks now. till SummerSlam. we got nothing better to do, man. <laughs> Let's do a fantasy draft gonna... of stables. One of these weeks, all we're going to do is break down NXT and 205 Live. We are going to do that. We're going to just skip the other two shows and we're going to reverse it. And so, because there's, I mean, we've got weeks between now and SummerSlam. So, we're, we're going to get that done. nothing's going to happen on Raw or SmackDown for a while. So, I'm fine with that. Okay. So, yeah, that's a great segue into Roman and Lashley. They have a match at Extreme Rules. I actually enjoyed the match. Like, yeah. they, they did a good job making it a Haas match when Roman uh, kind of AA'd Lashley over the top rope onto the floor and Lashley bounced. That looked like it hurt. Yeah. Uh, they both. This was their, I think, the best match either of them has had in a while. They st- yes. It definitely, I, I think Roman had a, his usual match, which is good. Uh, when he's able to hit hard and, you know, not worry about hurting the other person. He's, he can give as good as he gets. That's when Roman's the best. Uh, or at his best, and Lashley, yeah, this is this is his best match since he came back by far. Like this is this is what he should be uh, doing that stupid delayed suplex. He doesn't, you know, point to the crowd. Hey, come on, cheer for me while I do it. He just does it for a little bit and then slams him down. Um, actually, I think he won with that. No, 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 he won with the spear. Yeah, he, he won with. Uh, he stole Roman's move. That's how you win. That's how you beat a guy. Steal his move and you get his power. Yeah, and then do you it become the does. big dog. He is. He is now officially the big dog. Even though Roman Reigns also got a number one contenders match because oh, I'm so pissed about that. Roman Reigns. Well, I mean, Seth Rollins did too, and he lost. So, if you want to go over the people that shouldn't have been in that match, I'm fine. I mean, yeah, you shouldn't have been in the match at all. Um, but he definitely shouldn't have won it. Yeah, especially so, over. Well, Seth Rollins, you're right, did lose, so he probably shouldn't have been there. No, Rollins. I, I, I'm curious what they're going to do with Rollins. Like, are we going to do like a triple threat uh, intercontinental match and he's just back in it just because? Or I, I don't see them not having something for him to do at SummerSlam because he's you know just been hot fire the last six months, year, whatever. So, But, yeah, we, uh, we have two number one contender. Well, uh, matches to determine who will be in the number one contenders match. And, of course, it's Reigns and Lashley again. Um, if they have a repeat of their extreme rules match, I have no problem with the match. It, it, it just makes no sense that we're just doing it again. Mm -hmm. when We did it two weeks ago at that point, but yeah, uh, talk about things just not happening on raw. That's, that's where we're at right there is, are are you going to be okay by the end of SummerSlam with Reigns or Lashley as the champ? If it's Lashley, I'm okay with it. I don't want, I'm done with Reigns. I, yeah, I, I can, I can see your point on that, but also I, I think the inevitability of Roman Reigns is just something we should, we should come to terms with and we should do it I've been just so we can be done with it and move on. I've been at terms with it. I've been okay with it and they still didn't do it. And now it's dumb. 
like you had a shot. There was a point where I'm like, okay, if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. That was a year ago, and they still haven't done it. So you know what? Now it doesn't make sense. Now he's not good. <laughs> like you, that, if, if it's not overcoming the odds, it's just being obstinate. That's Roman Reigns in a nutshell. Uh, Team Hell No had a weird night at Extreme Rules. So they're attacked by the bludgies in the backstage area. Kane is injured, quote unquote. Uh, they're both roughed up. And so when the match happens, it is a two-on-one affair that Daniel Bryan da- comes damn close to winning himself, which is awesome. Like, I, I think is also the best Bludgeon Brothers match that's happened in a long time uh, versus one dude. But when it's Daniel Bryan, you know, that's that that's not terribly surprising. But so... It seems like we've moved on from that. Like Kane was not on SmackDown at all. He's got a broken leg. They said broken ankle. Broke his leg. I don't think so. Well, nothing, it wasn't nothing happened that. to it his leg. Before, but yeah. Well, that might have happened. I don't know. I, 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 I'm sad to see them moving on from that. But it does seem like maybe we're moving forward with Brian Miz at SummerSlam. Like Miz came out, you know, delivered his eulogy for the for Team Hell No, and of course turned it into a. I told you so. Yep. Like you, know, you have a fifty-year-old demon and uh, a goat who's continu- who's convinced himself that he's the best, even though he's not. What do you expect was going to happen? And so Daniel Bryan comes out, lights him up, and you know we're off. I hope. I hope we're doing this feud. I don't. I don't. I want to see them build it to a WrestleMania match, but I also understand that you have to get what you can out of Daniel Bryan right now, just in case something happens. Yeah, well, it's also entirely possible that he's not sticking around, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he does have a child now. For all we know, there's another one on the way. Who knows? So his wife is a massive breast milk producer. You would know that if you watched Total Bellas. Uh, I don't need to know that. (laughs) Okay, on that tip, though, Ms. and Mrs. does start this week. Are you watching? No. Yes. I don't have time. I have so much else. Find time. Okay, next week we will not talk about Raw or SmackDown. We're gonna talk about NXT and two oh five live and Miz and Mrs. Don't want to. (laughs) You do. You already admitted you wanted to see this show. Uh, You wanna see Miz living with his uh crazy French uh mother in law and Getting naked for photo shoots and going out on a farm and they moved to Texas. It's oh, I cannot wait for that show. (laughs) So uh, jazzed and sad about how much excited I am for it. Um, We'll 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 probably finish on Ronda Rousey because she is you know she's she's big doings. Okay, if that's what you want to finish on, can we talk about something else real quick? Uh, no, we're going to talk about Ronda Rousey and then we'll talk about what you want to talk about. But you said you wanted to end on Ronda uh, Rousey. <laughs> okay. That's well, we're not, well, that's when I said we're going to end, but you clearly have something else. So yeah. we'll get to that. Okay. Uh, my, my, my thing's less important, but all right. That's fine. That's, uh, this is not terribly important. It's just, uh, are we excited for Ronda's match at SummerSlam? Yeah. I'm, I'm very excited to see how she does in, in this level of match. Like we've seen what she can do in a very heavily scripted uh, WrestleMania match. I, I want to see this match. I think it'll be great. I think it's an interesting story. I think she's done very, very well at everything she's been asked to do so far. I think Alexa Bliss is awesome, and I want to see them bounce off each other. Uh, what did you think of her hair on Monday night? I don't even remember it. You, oh, Come on. We, you have known it? me for 10 years. Do you think I remember her hair? <laughs> 
Well, it, it was very notable. So it was like a zigzag cornrow thing coming up the middle and like my wife thought it was shaved but it was actually just pulled up so tight on the sides that you could it looked like it had been shaved down and uh it, i thought it was a cool look it, like it looked you know like a fighter but then brand stroud had to point out that she looked like a peanuts character and i can't get that out of my head now <laughs> so so yeah I'm, I'm also excited for that i thought her uh, interference in the match at uh, Extreme Rules was was fine. I, we know we knew she was going to get involved. She yeah. had a ticket at the front row. Of course, she was going to. That uh, whole match went. Mickey James also getting involved. Figured it would. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I, that's not a bad thing. I I just no, I'm fine. glad they did it. Uh, but Mickey James getting involved, I thought was good. And uh, yeah, it's they clearly have no you know top spot or anything for her right now. So I think getting involved with Alexa while she has the title is is probably for the best for her to keep her on TV at least. So no problem with looking at hot mom Mickey James every week on Raw. Yeah, anything that gets her on on TV keeps her involved, and I'm sure she's going to betray at some point. Uh, I don't think she'll betray. I think it's just, like, like last time when Alexa Bliss lost the title, she just kind of left. Like she's like, I'm, I, I'm not with her anymore. You know, that's uh, like I said, but I've said before, she likes sniffing the title <laughs> When that disappears. She just, you know, it's could not be. as appealing. Could be, could be. So uh, yeah, that, that, that's the wrestling for this week. That's the WWE wrestling. I should say there's plenty of other stuff out there. Um, what about my thing? Oh, that's right, Steve. See, this back is why I wanted he to has, do it before the Ronda Rosie, because as soon as you talk about your thing, you're gonna be done. You're like, no, Steve, I haven't figured out what I'm gonna talk about, and you, you're not allowed. You know me by now. You know I do not have it figured out. So I know, but I Go ahead. also What's know you thing? think you do. Okay, the opening match to Extreme Rules in the 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 Parliament of Steel. The uh the B team overthrows the Deleters of World and are now the champions. Correct. Correct. Okay. Where do they go from here? I think there's only one place they can go from here. And? So they're going to set it up like they're going to go to the compound for another big match, a big tag team between the forum. But instead, they go to Colonel Sackville's apartment and have a deletion there. Uh, uh, is this like a studio apartment? Like what? Yeah, is, it's just like what this tiny, crappy apartment, <laughs> and they're just hitting each other with IKEA furniture for like five minutes. I mean, if he's got IKEA furniture, it's not that crappy. Like I'm, I'm picturing like old sofa and, and, and well, this a, is a, secondhand um, IKEA furniture recliner that's that, that's broken, broken down. I, I, I sure. I, I think that would be. No sillier or dumb than a House of Horrors match. So I think it'd be. I think the four of these guys could do something amazing in a tiny apartment. <laughs> be like a. They pull up, they pull up, and they get ready. And like the tractor going backwards for absolutely no reason. There's a car going backwards. It's like, oh, spooky. He's like, no, no, no. That car just doesn't have any brakes. <laughs> yeah, it just rolls by every once in a while. Come on, let's go inside. <laughs> but Dallas is like, oh, you live in a shithole. <laughs> <laughs> I look, I look scraggly, and I still live in a better place than this. Um, yeah, I, I B team, uh, they're still fun for now. I think the the fun is going to wear off pretty quickly. Uh, they had oh, oh, their first defense was against the Ascension. Yeah, right. Yeah, how did they get titles yet? 
because they're the ascension and they're they're the easiest ones to throw at them without saying that this means something or this this matters uh i will point out during that match that the revival is watching backstage and that usually means something that usually means we want that title we're hungry so i don't have a problem with the revival versus b team at uh SummerSlam and the revival just owns them in a clinic that they put on for like five minutes and you know d- double uh submission revivals the champs yeah i that, that would be cool as well i do I, I gotta go to some form of compound i don't care if it's the bomb pound or what but we need some kind of silly thing first but then yeah take the tiles off and putting them on the on the revival would be excellent i would love to see the revival not be silly uh, they were on main event this week. I'll point that out. So I don't know if they're quite going to headline SummerSlam from the tag division side of things, but you never know. And that's why I wanted to end when I wanted to end because I'm not. I'm going to end on a sad note now. <laughs> I wanted main to event. end on what you wanted to end on. How do you know who's on main event? You even watch. You barely watch these shows. How do you know who's on main event? <laughs> Highlights, man. Sometimes it pops up and it's like, hey, you want to watch main event? I'm like, uh, not really, but I got to brush my teeth. So this will give me something to, <laughs> to look at while I do that. And I'm like, oh, crap, it's the revival. Aww. And they're teaming up with Mike Kanellis. Oh, no. Oh, God, seriously? Yeah, it was oh, the revival. It was the revival and Mike Kanellis versus Slater, Rhino, and uh, was it Ty Dillinger? I think it was Ty Dillinger. Poor no, guy. he's on SmackDown. No, wait, does that matter? Does main event and SmackDown not mix? No, main event is a Raw show. All right, well, hold on. Let me. SmackDown has theirs, I think. I forget what it is. I can figure this out really quick. <laughs> but it no, was... you don't need to. If they teamed up with Mike Kanellis, I know where they're going. Never mind. Yeah, like it's to SummerSlam, <sighs> they are not bound. Shit. <laughs> that actually ruins my morning. That sucks. <laughs> The worst part is that it's not because they're on main event. It's because of Mike Kanellis. <laughs> They've done absolutely jack squat with him. That there's no way, like you say, they're going to do anything at SummerSlam with them if they're timing with Mike. Oh, it was Chad Gable. That was it. A oh, poor Chad Gable. That was even sadder. It's like, oh. Oh, God. Chad Gable and Heath Slater should not be friends just because. Jason, Jason Jordan needs to come back like yesterday. Uh, yeah. All these people deserve better. Like, actually, I like every single one of these six men. I think they should all be doing much better things. I miss the Slater and Rhino Cheese factory tours and stuff like that. And, like, we, there's just so much wrestling. Why can't we get more people doing interesting things? I don't get it. And their argument would be, hey, it's on main. They're wrestling on TV. You're just not watching it. So, you know, that's your fault. So, I am going to look up that match because I do want to see what they, what what the hell that is. But <laughs> if only just to see what Mike Kanellis' gimmick is now because he hasn't been around in forever. I mean, he had a baby. He had the rehab thing. And it's... There's an amazing I, bit where they all get in and they're doing, like, the stare down. And Rhino starts doing, like, it looks like a little kid trying to be a Power Ranger type of backflip thing. It's so funny. <laughs> oh it's bad God. but it's also none great. of none and of this none of this ah uh, if we're well, gonna do a show I, with I, about 205 live and take nxt we gotta do main event too we'll do all the non-shows jeez uh, all right we're that that's our setup we are, we are doing nxt 205 live and main event 
for next week. Okay. Uh, we will touch on very briefly Raw and SmackDown, but we are going to talk about those three shows mainly. Okay. If we do that next week, we are either doing my fantasy stable draft or Lucha Underground. There's there's still a lot of wrestling to talk about there. We don't need to throw in more stuff. No, this is like I'm saying the, the next week. So if, if you get to do your like weird spin-off adventure Bizarro World, so do I. We will see. We will see. That Lucha Underground is going to be its own thing. We are going to do a watch along podcast for Lucha Underground sometime soon. Uh, I really want to watch that show, and I think it would be a blast to watch it through uh, beginning to end. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, and then I got another idea. So finish up. Sorry. Less ideas, but what? <laughs> so I heard there's another thing. Uh, I, I saw it on uh, a blog, probably Kotaku. There's uh, a new series on Amazon Prime of wrestling that's supposed to be, like they said, it's the perfect bingeable uh, wrestling show. It's like 12 episodes, 15 to 20 minutes each. Of just is like, it actual wrestling or is it like I glow have, or what? No, I think it's actual wrestling. I think it's a bunch of indie. It's like an indie promotion put together a, a really good like i don't know I'll, I'll look into it i'll watch the first one and if it's good i'll tell you about it sorry i yeah because we need more wrestling to watch at this point you're the one Jesus. who wants me to watch Miz and mrs <laughs> you're the one that told me about main event this is on you <laughs> all right I told well that will about do the it. revival <laughs> yeah well oh god that just makes me so sad <laughs> That'll do it for this episode of Pro Grapplers. Thank you for listening. If you like it, please subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts. Leave us a review. Um, I, I have not checked, honestly, lately so, to see if we have any reviews. I, I don't know that we... I don't think we do, but I'll have to look at that. If you have, thank you. If you haven't, please stop what you're doing right now. Go leave a review. Follow us on Twitter at P Grapplers individually. I am the at the Jason Sigler, all one word. I am at Idahobo. I actually quasi live tweeted uh, Extreme Rules, so you know I'm gonna. Oh, you did? I didn't see it. I yeah, nobody saw. It. I, I did my <laughs> tweets. I looked for your tweets. I couldn't see your. T- Apparently, our tweets were like crossing in the night because I did not see your tweets. I have to go look at your hashtag because I'm guessing your hashtag is wrong. Probably. I, I looked for yours to, to see what I should hashtag things. I'm like, well, I can't find it, so I'll just. Oh, he must not that's... have been able to. We need to like. For as much as we talk, we need to talk more. <laughs> Two internet ships passing in the night. Yeah, when we couldn't connect her earlier for this <laughs> podcast, my wife was saying, don't you have each other's cell phone numbers by now? And I'm like, no, we talk on Skype. We talk on Google chat. We don't need cell phone numbers. That's too much. He <laughs> can contact me on literally every other service we have, but not the actual phone. And that's just the way you like it, apparently. That's <laughs> it's the way I need it to be right now. So we'll talk at you next week on the greatest podcast in the history of our sport. I'm Amazing Jason Ziegler. I will always be Steve the Shinkicker Shinny. We're preparing our hearts and minds for a Roman or Bob title run while we enjoy NXT here on Lashley, Pro Grapplers. Pro Grapplers. Lashley, Lashley, Lashley. Go to hell. <laughs> Go to main event. How about that? <laughs> Same <That's> thing. <laughs> yeah.